famous artist. So that was really nice. And the whole atmosphere is really nice. And it, it affirms one point that I've always stressed that um, there's, there's sense pleasure in Krishna consciousness. It's just the consciousness of the sense pleasure is different. We see beautiful things, we taste wonderful food, we hear beautiful things, but the consciousness is love. So this is such a beautiful expression of, of love. I don't know, uh, for the people that are not here, Rati, could you do a panorama possibly of how beautiful everything is? including up on the ceiling here and the, uh, no, no, here, Rati, Rati, over here. The, these beautiful things up here. No, there's these Radha, these Radha Krishna things, okay. Okay, thank you. All right. Hmm. So uh, I'd like to first give a little introduction uh, uh, to the program, what we're doing, why I'm sitting. Um, even Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was embarrassed to be worshiped in one sense. So I have to put that in the proper perspective. He, he, he actually wrote something called Humble in a Blade of Grass. But also I'll explain a little function we're gonna do afterwards. We have um, like a little picture of my, my mother and father. My mother passed away recently. And Edwaita Prabhu, who is the patriarch of the Rubble family. And this is part of just some of the things they do. And I wanna just explain what that function is. It's very, very simple. And you know, when I was in uh, Puri, this is about 10 years ago, 
And there was an aspiring disciple, a very nice Italian man from uh, New Jersey, uh, and uh, who gave me the car I had that's still alive after 23 years, it's, it's still alive. And uh, he called me, he said, you know, his father actually from Italy, his father had passed away, what should he do? And I was sitting with a, um, at that time with this great saint, Dr. Fakirmon, I spoke about him sometimes and, and um, he was probably the most learned Vaishnava in Gaudiya Vaishnava history and, and a very advanced devotee. So I asked him what to do. And he said, well, he said, well, you kind of, you know, it's generally 10, 11 days, whatever. After the person, it, 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 you, you sponsor a, a feast, you offer prasada, you offer boga, it becomes prasada, and then you offer it to the deceased people and people pray for them. And they actually get the benefit. And he, and he was like, like real firm about that. So since he, he did that, said that at, at the, at the Puriyatra every year, we'd have people sponsor different feasts and different people uh, who passed away and their families, etc. cetera. So, um, I'm very honored that I get to my mother and my father who passed away 20 years ago or more. And also Advaita Prabhu, he passed away over a year ago. Um, but when my disciples came to me and said, look at the generosity of the Raval family, how they're hosting us. Uh, <clears throat> not only hosting us, they're, they're cooking, there's so many things. Uh, and they have such a nice service attitude. He said, you know, we want to give them a gift. We want to give them a gift. What should we give them? And I said, well, maybe we can honor their father also at this time. So what we'll do is after kind of the Vyasa Puja, um, we will, um, I will, and I guess if, if Mayapur is here or, or is is or wait, his wife will just put the table in there and we can just, the facade's already offered. We don't have to offer it to them again like that. We'll just place the facade there. And then, then I will do kirtan for maybe five minutes myself. And then, uh, um, yeah, and we can all offer a prayer. And, and one thing I was also thinking, I had kind of a spontaneous thought. The Vyas Puja for me used to be it was, you know, before the internet and Zoom and, and all these kind of things, the Vyas Puja was practically like, and I was in India, the day of the year that I, I got the chance to give a class to my disciples practically. <laughs> and now we have that. So for me, one really important aspect of this is just actually honoring the community that's developed which is really a beautiful thing. And, and you can see how nicely it comes together to do something like this. So I, I think community is also a very important part. Now, in terms of the, this function called Vyasa Puja, it's not Maharaja Puja, <laughs> it's Vyasa Puja. And Vyasa is the, the original preceptor. And, and what's, the, what's the, the glory of Vyasa? 
the glory of Vyasa, Vyasa Dev, Vyasa means editor. He is the godly editor. And, and it's usually Krishna takes that post or someone else takes that post, or a very pious person. And what do they do? They communicate this message of the Vedas. We understand in, in our, our theology that God, well, and, and Christian theology, God said, let there be light. So this sound that begins everything. So with the sound that creates the universe also comes knowledge of what the universe is for. And the universe has a theme. And the theme is the one idea that connects everything else in a book or, or a program or whatever. It's, it's the one thing that connects everything else, even though apparently not connected. If you look at the Bhagavatam, there's a theme. Krishna's tu Bhagavan Swayam. Krishna is the supreme person, the, the original manifestation of God. And then there's so many other topics in the Bhagavatam. There's calculation of time from the atoms. There's a list of the kings. There's Krishna dancing with the gopis. But what's the one point? The one point is, it's all to highlight this particular point, the full manifestation of divinity. So the theme of this, this world is liberation. This world is made for liberation. So there's also boga, there's enjoyment, but enjoyment is also meant for liberation. You get sick of it. <laughs> or you satisfy your mind with it, so you're peaceful for the higher endeavor of self-realization. So when the world manifests out of the, the breathing of God, if you want to look at that image, God said, let there be like, with, with the sound, that creates, and, and it's very interesting why sound create. Sound is the most subtle element. There's earth, water, fire, air, ether. Ether is the most subtle. So the most gross thing is earth. <laughs> so it goes from the subtle to the gross. So God's, so the universe is created. With that creation of the universe comes knowledge of the utility of everything for liberation. And, liber and, and for enjoyment how do you enjoy how do you enjoy so you don't become degraded to an animal how do you enjoy so that you're healthy how do you enjoy so that you're peaceful how do you enjoy so you don't exploit others so everything in the universe it has some and that's called the vedas and the vedas is very very vast because it deals with so many different subjects it deals with everything in the world so it's not very easy to understand so Vyasadeva is the editor. And I describe it, it's, it's like, it's like there's a pharmacy next door. You know what the name of the pharmacy is? Harinam Pharmacy. <laughs> so there's a pharmacy next door, Harinam Pharmacy. And what, is, what does a pharmacist do? It's, it's not just that there's medicine. It's not just that there's so much medicine. And that's good. You go to a pharmacy, it's useless to you. There's a patient, there's the medicine, and then there's the pharmacist or doctor. And we're assuming that they're qualified. They, they negotiate between your condition and the medicine that's suited for you. So the Vedas is very, very confusing in that way. And therefore it needs an editor to, to present it. So to communicate it, 
communicate proper realization means communicate so how do you communicate and communication is such it takes realization and the reason why communicate communication takes realization is <clears throat> is because if you're going to communicate to someone you have to communicate in the language they understand not the language in which you heard it and i'm not talking about just english to french or sanskrit to english or in, in even we understand languages in different ways even, even the same english according because uh, this is going to be one of one of my topics let's see where i go with this but i was going to talk about this a friend of mine such a hurry he would sometimes come you can't really miss him a 250 pound irish sikh <laughs> hard to miss and in one of my classes he said something very interesting he said that one of his teachers said that it's it's hard to translate words from one language to another because in each language the word has a usage that may not be the same in in, in another language so it, it is communicate so vyas means one who it's a depth of thought it's a realization he communicates it so it can be understood by people and that's what you're honoring you're honoring the line where this knowledge you need knowledge and detachment if you don't have knowledge you don't know what to do if you don't have discipline you can't do it so this knowledge how it's communicated to you and and that's what's being celebrated and then I'm, Vyasa Puja is what I'm showing people is how to honor, that's why we start with Prabhupada, how to honor that lineage. It, it, we're honoring a principle. And it's a person, I'm a person, but I'm representing that principle. And then there's a special thing here too, and that's in Vyasa Puja, because we're talking about communication I, I was described, there was one time I was in India and this one person was really couldn't decide whether to take initiation or not. And because he grew in a family where, you know, his father was a really close disciple of Prabhupada and his father didn't accept any other guru but Prabhupada and he trained him that way from birth, but he was attracted to taking initiation from someone. And I was having an initiation of the person's wife so it was kind of a chance that he could get initiated from his guru at the same time and it was and he came to me and i explained this is the fallacy that you don't understand that a teacher doesn't make the previous teacher more distance they bring them closer and i gave an example of that i said just like you have glasses your glasses are between you and an object but does it make the object seem more clear or more distant which therefore becomes the qualification specifically with people in line with Prabhupada, that what, what their duty is, is to help you understand Prabhupada. Because what Prabhupada was, is I maybe have a relationship with people here to communicate truth. I remember when Jumuna Jaya came to me in the Bhakti Center and she was, you know, talking, talking to me about initiation. I, I basically asked a very practical question, why me? <laughs> and, and, and she said, because you speak to me. 
you speak to me. And, and that's basically what the guru is. He's, he's a person that speaks in the language of the disciple, helps them understand that message. But while I may speak to individual person, and this is a very important point, Prabhupada is like the lens for a particular era. <laughs> I'm not the Acharya, <laughs> you know, communicating truth for a particular age, for particular people. Prabhupada is that. He's communicating the truth and, and applying it. That was Prabhupada's genius. I, 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 when Prabhupada passed away, the first, when Prabhupada passed away, 11 days after Prabhupada passed away, he, there was a, uh, a ceremony in Vrindavan. And in that ceremony, I may have told this story before, but in that ceremony, they had, and, and, and this is any function you go in India, because they, they respect this, this, this point of authority. <laughs> that knowledge comes from authority, the, the question of seniors. I'll just go off on another thing and I hope I get back to my topic, but the point, <laughs> the point is really interesting. 20, 30 years ago, I was in Gita Nagari and there was this, we had a retreat and there was this huge tension between the role of women. And then you had the people that were connected with me you know, street arm, you know, the, the woman you have to, and then there was more people that may, maybe the Indian congregation, the street arm. So there's like a conflict and it was going on and on and on and different people at different points. And then Jai Dwaitamarj had the last word. He said, the problem with ISKCON is they don't have grandmothers. And, and I, I thought it was like a brilliant point as Rabindra Sharu Prabhu said, that the problem with Iskand at the beginning with Prabhupada is he was the only adult. <laughs> so there's a little bit, so a point I'm making is, is, is this kind of um, authority, this type of teaching that's, that's there. And, 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 and Prabhupada represents that in, in, in he, Oh, and now I, I lost track, but I'm going to get back to track. I, I, I was at this particular function and they, they put someone there that was the most senior Vaishnava, one of Prabhupada's God brothers. And he had happened to go to the West before Prabhupada. And when he came back with two German disciples, he was the talk of the town. It was so, you know, and he had, he had that, we develop a, a narrative, a, a kind of conception, you know, it's kind of a thing. I'm the one that did it, you know, and then here's Prabhupada who wasn't a sannyasi, he was a pharmacist. And Prabhupada, there's another story, but I have to tell it that <laughs> one of my God brothers, one of my God brothers was talking to Prabhupada and, 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 uh, Prabhupada was just curious with him. This was in the early, late 60s. He said, well, uh, uh, what was your profession? And, and the, the, the devotee said, I used to sell drugs. Prabhupada said, me too. <laughs> so okay. I'm glad the audience is I, I do have. So what happened is th this God brother got up and he said something and 
he said, well, you know, and I told this many times, but it's so relevant. I could have done what Srila Prabhupada did, but I didn't have the mentality to preach to the hippies. Mm. And some people were really upset, but I kind of felt the goddess Saraswati was, was interfering. The goddess Saraswati, what she does, if you insult Krishna, she'll take the same words and then divide in a way, like when Sishupal said, Krishna is the lowest of all men, you just take the, the Sanskrit word and break it in a different way, the same word, and it means the one who makes everybody go down. So I thought, what was that mentality to preach to the hippies? It was a depth of realization that can take the highest subjects and make it understandable and relevant and speak to people without compromising the truth. And, and you know, you look back and it was successful. <laughs> and it was a fine line between accommodating people's mentality and not compromising the principles and the truth. So it's a very, very fine thing. So, so it, it, we're celebrating, and I, I feel we're, we're celebrating Vyas Puja, we're celebrating Prabhupada, we're celebrating the principle. And that's what I want to speak about today. Um, and I want to begin with a personal, a personal um, a personal thought that I had in the previous week, which I began writing on, but then I thought, nah, it's Vyasa Puja. I'm just going to send an old one. I don't have time. <laughs> but I, I was almost finished, but I didn't want to do the marathon thing to finish it. So this was what was happening. I, I was sitting in my room up in Hudson and I, I wake up early, people know that, and I'm chanting. And I'm not exceptionally mental person. I make decisions, I take it, I don't go back and forth. So, but I got mental <laughs> because something came out India, you can get to India, you need this tour, but what, what will they require for you to get in? And then, and then there was a business visa I can get with, I don't want to say how, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's like, you know, some, and, and then, and then there was a student visa, and we applied for student visa, and then we applied for student, I had all the papers from India for the Sanskrit school. I'm starting, I'm a slow learner, so, <laughs> so I, I, I applying for this visa, and then when you apply for the visa, they tell you, you can't actually apply to the visa, you, you can apply to apply for the visa. <laughs> so we applied to apply for the visa, and then I'm just thinking, oh my God, will I ever get back to Vrindavan or not? You know, the restrictions they have and the requirements they have, and will I make it, will I not? And I really got mental, and then I just came to the, the point, you can't buy a ticket to Vrindavan. It's the internal realization. And if I, I want to get to Vrindavan, I have to go deeper. I have to go deeper in my devotion. What's the next step? And I knew what the next step is. And it had to do with COVID. We're stuck at home with COVID. 
And then I'm very analytical. I want to figure out what is going on. What is this disease? What should I do? What should I have? This, that, that, vax, anti-vax, bivax. It just went <laughs> on and on, back, forth. What's the thing? This thing, this medicine, do this, we should do. And, the tri- and then the tribes get, this is this tribe, this is that tribe. I just okay, so, and that doesn't stop. And then the other thing, then this turmoil, political turmoil, and then, you know, okay, it's interesting. Who's this? How's the world controlled? What is this? And then, you know, and I'm sitting at my computer writing, so it's very easy to kind of, so what's happening in the world? And it's very natural in the world. But then I thought, okay, I'm gonna be 71. I'm a sannyasi. I have spiritual aspirations. Not for everyone. I have to shut off that spigot. That's what I have to do. To go deeper. I have to shut off that spigot. I have to start shutting off that spigot. And then it got me to think, and this is what I think the real real principle is. And I'm not saying people have to engage in the world. They have to be informed. I can be informed. What you find out is, is... you get informed as everyone else used to get informed without the internet. People tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Um, but I figure, and this was the principle that I wanted to talk about, is what was happening now to deepen my devotion? And then I issued the dirty word. Surrender. <laughs> And then I figured out why the hell is this a dirty word? And I figured out why it's a dirty word. Because it's translated from the Sanskrit to the English. And as my friend Satya Hari said, there's a history of usage that's different in different languages. Because, and I said, what is the Sanskrit derivative for surrender? It's sharanagati. Sharana means shelter. Gati means going for shelter. And what's the usage of surrender? How it's used in English often. It's not shelter, it's exploitation. So therefore, when you talk about that term, it conjures up so many different samskaras and people. What to speak that Taking shelter is still surrender, but it's supposed to be a different type of surrender. Shelter means, shelter means like this, I need help. And this is lacking. And where can I get it? And what do we really need help with more than anything else? We need guidance. We need knowledge. You know, this concept of Dharma, I thought about this concept of Dharma and I tried to give a very practical definition of what Dharma is, religion, duty. What Dharma is, is there's a myriad of choices in this world. Some are attachment, some are detachment. For some, the choice is attachment is what they need. Think of the brahmacharya that needs to get them married. His Dharma is attachment. Think about the, 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 the married person who's getting older and, and, and has to take Banapras. 
you know, the message for him is detachment. So there's a myriad of choices that we have to make. What Dharma is, is what is the correct choice? What is the correct choice that elevates our consciousness? So Sharanagati means going for shelter. And, and with us, the shelter is not only the right choice that elevates our consciousness, it's the right choice that connects us to God and, and enables us to actually awaken devotion and love in our hearts. So think of, of, of we all want shelter. But again, it's, it's still that choice because sometimes, sometimes the truth doesn't conform to our desires. How do you get elevated in mind? In the Yoga Sutras explains there's good thoughts and bad thoughts. What are good thoughts? Good thoughts are being attached to the things that are good for you and, and not liking the things that are bad for you. What are bad thoughts? Bad thoughts are liking the things that are bad for you and not liking the things that are good for you a healthy mind. And if you look at it, you analyze any person, a person who's happy in a healthy mind, he has a, a greater predominant of good thoughts than bad thoughts. So how do you change this? I once went to a yoga sutra class by, by uh, Pradyumna, Prabhupada Sanskrit Pandit. And he said, it's so nice. How do you change? How do you how do you go from good from bad thoughts to good thoughts? He said, you need good ideas. You need good ideas and good ideas come from the Shastra. And the Vyasa Puja is the people who realize that, present it, and, 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 and elevate your consciousness when you surrender to it and follow it, when you take shelter of it and follow it. It is such a challenging, con just like me, that's a challenge. I kind of I kind of like, for me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sannyasi. I, people over in the world, they can, I'm supposed to be a sannyasi. What am I delving in this? <laughs> vax, anti-vax, bi-vax, you know, let, there's other people that do that. And, 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 and you know, and of course, I write Monday morning greetings. I want to be a little bit, you know, educated, etc. But I'm just saying that. So that's what it means. Taking shelter, taking shelter of the holy name. What does it mean? There's this thing that's really good for us, that cares for us, that will touch our hearts. You know, we take shelter. They have shelters where people don't have food. Right, so there's, there's a homeless shelter. It's a shelter. It gives them what they need. The only difficulty is what we need, we don't always like. <laughs> but anyway, there's, there's, there's this concept. So what I thought today, what I'm gonna do is I wanna discuss the history of everyone's soul. So you can put your story in here and i'm going to outline how it begins generally 
and this is a common theme that I explain, generally it begins in a previous life. Prabhupada said, no one can come to Krishna consciousness without some previous connection with it. But then he said, but even without any connection by the mercy of the spiritual master. But anyway, generally, and I see, so generally what happens is it happens sometime in a previous life. And what had happened to you in a previous life is it didn't work. What, did, what didn't work? What didn't work? Your own authority, your own opinions. And, and, and trying to, based on those opinions, developing different desires. So you were kind of like your guide life after life, life. It, it, in the Bhagavatam, it, it says this material world is di difficult to overcome because you keep on doing the same thing again and again and again and again. And it doesn't work and you try it again and again and again. It has this allure. Some, but a particular time, a particular time, somehow or other, and this is why the, the, you know, the way the material world works, it frustrates you. It frustrates you. And then at a particular point, it, it just doesn't work. And you come to the point, it doesn't work. It doesn't work when you become the rich and the famous. We've seen this in, in, in the modern world. It doesn't work when it comes to rich and the famous. It doesn't work this way. It doesn't work this way. All your particular ideas. And, and, and you have your, your own authority. You say, okay, I think this is best, and I think this is best, and this is how I become happy, and this is how I become happy, and this is how I become happy. And then it, it, sometime you get frustrated. How long? Since time immemorial. <laughs> it's a long time. And then what happens is, and it ha may happen in this life, was you search for guidance. You start to seek. You start to seek. I'm not happy, I want to be happy. What, what is the whole purpose of knowledge? To, to, to reduce distress and be happy. That's why people seek knowledge. That's why you read books. It, it doesn't work. And then what happens when it doesn't work? You, 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 you just recognize that I am seeking something. I'm seeking shelter of something beyond my own desires and opinions. I'm seeking something beyond that. And when that happens, and I'm, I'm going to give a particular image, is is you're a soul and you're you're covered by this false ego that you, you, your, your idea is that success and happiness will be my superiority, my control, my enjoyment, and you, and it, and then, and, and you have, and then at a particular time you say there must be something higher than this. And then that cloud that's covering your soul just opens up and that little opening is called faith 
And you know what happens when that happens? Someone sees that. And who sees that? God sees that. And then God makes a decision. I'm going to send that person Sadhu Sangha. That's your story. And then somehow or other now you can you can um, you can now is your story. You wanted something higher than your own opinions and own desires. You don't want to be ruled by that anymore, at least to some degree. And then what happened? And what happened? Somehow or other, by the mercy of Prabhupada, you met some devotees. You met people who represented that. And then a Tao, Shraddha, Tatasadu, Sangha, Bhajana, Kriya. Then what happened is you began to appreciate that. You began to be with the people who were doing that. Uh, and then maybe adopt the practices. But of course, we all have a different story. Sometimes we begin with enthusiasm and then life hits us. <laughs> marriage, children, work, where I'm living, all these different things, struggles, institution, this, that. And, uh, but somehow or other, we have to keep our eyes focused on this point that the reason why we are here is cause we need shelter. And we, and we need shelter in terms of that knowledge that God gave to rule the world so that you can become liberated from it, so you can become free from suffering. And we somehow need that. We somehow need that. And that's our challenge. And we move through it. And then you have a different story. Some people come younger, some people come older. I can't sometimes say which is the advantage. I don't know if my friend Giant is here. He's going to come here. We 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 moved at this. Uh, we we came to the temple at the same time, 1970, in, in in San Francisco, and then started to go to the Brooklyn Temple on Henry Street. Somehow, only recently he can, he's come forward. Only recently he's come forward, but he's had it. He's ready. <laughs> <laughs> He's completely ready to take shelter immediately. He's got initiated, he's moved forward, et cetera. But, and some people come young and then they have to work out their lives. I've see, I'm, I'm seeing now as people are getting older, where those things are worked out, now they're ready. They're, they want that guidance. They're keeping it in their mind. But if you're younger, there's also no excuse. Also, there's challenges, but and we have to work through our material desires, but but um, we did it. Many people did it. So it's all this principle, Guru Pad Ashraya. Ashraya also needs shelter. It's not just taking 
it's not surrendering to a person, it's surrendering to the truth. <laughs> and that's what a person of character is. That's a person of devotion. That's the kind of person that we actually appreciate. If we look at the world, who are the people we actually appreciate? The people, character, the people who are ruled by principles and not just their, uh, that, that, that people are always engaged in that highest and, and move towards that. It's very practical. So I'll kind of end my, my, my talk about this principle with something, just your own personal meditation. Just like I, I wanted something deeply. I wanted something spiritually. And I'm amazing how well it works. I'm a lot closer to India today than I was before. <laughs> it just, so thinking, and, and again, devotion, I think we have to realize that taking shelter doesn't mean renunciation. Look at Arjuna. What was his, what was his taking shelter? His taking shelter was, was using his nature and renunciation would, would be not what God wanted. But there's a way to do it, and that that's the Vedas and how you do it. And 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 and, and then there's Vyasadev and Discipline Session, then Prabhupada for the world, how to line it up, and then his followers, hopefully putting a lens between him and you so that you can actually understand him clearer. Um so I all I think you could think personally. Then you know. Here's what bhakti is. You're here and here's the next step. And what's between them is called an obstacle. And that obstacle is insurmountable. And that's why we're the path of grace. <laughs> With that humility and prayer. So just think, what is your next step? And, and, and different people have different next steps. What is your next step? What is your next step? And then be in that same mood. I want the guidance. I want the shelter. How do we do this? And just that act itself is the act of humility. Um, Srila Prabhupada Ki Just want to thank my godbrother Arjuna Prabhu for coming. I, <laughs> And uh, I was going to say that I, was, I wanted to say something in the beginning. I'll just say something now that he has a wonderful service for Prabhupada. He's a father and not just for his children, but for many young people. And I'll just give one example that people don't know this. Bir Bajaram, what did he did in the Bhakti Center? When I went to Bir Bajaram's birthday, his brother called me up and he said, everybody's glorifying him. But at the age of 12, I had to get him out of jail or something like that. <laughs> but at that particular time, you know, Arjuna took him in, not only took him in, I know he employed him and he, and he guided him. And to this day, he, he did that. And with his guidance comes a, a real jewel that you can't neglect. And that's dedication to Prabhupada. And, and, and so he's doing a nice service, and I'm honored that he came. <laughs> Thank you.